1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: Good afternoon. A couple minutes after 4, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. Forecast going for a kind of cloudy rest of the afternoon. We have had a sliver of sunshine here or there. 61 the high. I'll take that. A couple of showers likely this evening. Low 42. And then tomorrow in the cloudy, rainy, kind of all-day thing. 53 the high. I find those days relaxing, personally. Some people do not like rainy days. I like having a hot cup of coffee or tea while the rain falls. It's just like a... ah, That's just me, though, perhaps. NFL Draft tonight starts at 8 o'clock. First round only. Eagles pick 21st in that first round. And rounds 2 and 3 are tomorrow. and Rounds 4 through 7 are on Saturday. Want to give you a quick heads up. This coming Monday is Moldy Oldies Monday. I am turning over a new leaf. I am actually getting ahead once in a while. Uh, at least for now. The last Monday of the month we've been starting up this thing with Moldy Oldies Monday playing some Music from the Christian Music Vault, if you will, and just want to invite you to get your request in from now. You can email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at W-F-I-L dot com, or you can text at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. You want to go way back to Larry Norman, the early days of Amy Grant, perhaps Petra, Michael W. Smith. Is Jars of Clay... Considered moldy and oldy at this point. I think their their first song, Flood, which was huge and kind of a a genre starter in some ways, came out in ninety-five. That'd be twenty-five years ago. Wow. Goes quick. Well, you send in what you would like to hear. Again, email Timmy D, T I M M Y D at W F I L or text at six ten five hundred dove, and we'll do that on Monday. I don't even mind taking some calls on Monday, except I want to make sure I have the song you're hoping for handy and we'll make Monday more of a music intensive program as we like to do every once in a while on this show. We do have a lot of interviews we enjoy doing and we have a special one coming up in a few moments. I'm going to tell you about in a second. Um, But before that, I want to tell you also who's kind of on the, on the horizon and it's a, a really nice mix of folks we have a gentleman named Keith Law. He is the senior editor at The Athletic, which is a, a, a sports uh, site that kind of was an offshoot of ESPN as ESPN.com started getting, well, the way it is right now. If, you're, if, you're, if you go to the site, you know what I'm talking about, just that the path that they've taken with sports reporting. The Athletic has been more of a, a writer's thing. kind of. So, so you'll see a lot of folks who used to work for ESPN actually now work for The Athletic and they've established a pretty good product. Um, Keith has a book out called The Inside Game. Just came out. Pretty interesting stuff in there. So anyway, we'll we'll talk with Keith for a little bit. Uh, Dr. Michael Youssef, who you may well know from Leading the Way, which comes up today at 5.30. It's also at 3 a.m. on WFIL. Planning to join us next week. Leading the Way is our Ministry of the Month for April. There's a free download. You're welcome to help yourself, too. Dr. Youssef, a book that he put together called The Prayer That God Answers. Experience the power and fullness of the Lord's Prayer, to learn to pray as Jesus taught, and in doing so, bring his perspective and power to every area of life. At the end of each chapter, actually, there's an opportunity to write your own prayer in according to the pattern of the Lord's Prayer. Anyone can get that absolutely free this month, which runs through, well, I guess a week from today, by clicking the Ministry of the Month banner at wfil.com. We're also going to talk with Dr. Youssef about a uh, prayer movement he is launching called Awake America 2020. There's actually a website for that, AwakeAmerica2020.com designed to challenge you to pray that God would bring a spiritual awakening to our country, starting in your own community. So if you want to find out more about that, be part of it. It's AwakeAmerica2020.com We have uh, someone named uh, Tawana Sabbath. She and her husband Walter have a funeral home on Ogontz Avenue in Philadelphia, and she's one of the folks and her husband, they have advertised their business before and uh, every now and again we want to during this time that we're going through together uh, have some business owners on just say what's it like how how are things going how has your business had to change and uh, and where's the lord and all this for you and uh, just have them share so uh, Tawana's going to join us Uh, also Susan Slauson who is the GM of the Dell Music Center on Strawberry Mansion uh, Drive in Philly historic venue Last summer, Mercy Me was in concert there. Uh, Susan is going to join us as well. This is not all today. I'm just giving you the next you know, few days to a week. It's a really nice lineup of folks giving us some perspective. Susan will also share how's business. As you can imagine, there are probably tumbleweeds going through there right now because they can't have any events. Uh, but each business has its own challenges, and um, perhaps some businesses are able to still do okay uh, or, 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 or exist and ride this thing out better than others. Uh, quick parentheses we do have something on our site right now a shop local directory I may encourage you uh, or may I encourage you to check that out because it's a place where if you have a business you can let us know if you're if you're still open and you have certain services you want to offer perhaps you have uh, delivery services or drive through you have a place that does drive through or takeout or whatever else it might be if you're still open just go to wfl.com click the shop local banner and you can fill out the form right there, tell us what services you're providing, and then once you submit it and we approve it, we'll post that in the shop local directory. And so it serves two purposes. Helps you, hopefully, folks can know that you're open and can help Wfi listeners know who, in fact, is open. I checked out the list a couple of days ago, and I was actually pleasantly surprised to see so many things that actually are open, at least on some level. So help yourself to that and hopefully add yours to that if you own a business. Again, at WFIL.com, just look for the shop local directory. Whole thing's free, whether you're someone who has a business or you're just looking to use it. It doesn't cost anything to look through that directory. So, um, yeah, several other guests I just want to tell you about briefly. One, uh, a gentleman named Crawford Loritz, very godly man, been around the block, and uh, he's an author, a speaker. He has a book called Your Marriage Today and Tomorrow, Making Your Relationship Matter Now and for Generations to Come. Really looking forward to having him on the program also, a gentleman named Jeff Hanen who wrote a book called An Uncommon Guide to Retirement, Finding God's Purpose for the Next Season of Life. And uh, so he'll join us. And then Dan Rupel, this is uh, exciting for me personally because I grew up listening to Dan. He was part of a, a Christian comedy team called Isaac Air Freight. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. Uh, I think the primary uh, heyday for them would have been the 70s into the 80s. Uh, He is the CEO, Dan Rupel is, of Master Media. He has been in media work over 40 years as a respected producer, a writer, a speaker. He was a supervisor at CBS Television for 10 years, oversaw shows like The Price is Right, The Late Show with David Letterman, and the uh, Primetime Emmy Awards. He served as head of programming and development for multiple Internet TV companies, been featured on NBC Nightly News, CNN, Fox News, and all these things. So, we're really excited to have him on uh, for a full show. I think we're set. That's actually set up for this coming Tuesday, just to plant a seed. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun, and if we have uh, time, we'll take some calls that day. Part of the reason we have this program, if you're new to the station, let me just tell you very briefly: uh, this is a Christian radio station. You maybe have stumbled across or weren't aware, and. Uh, and believe me, if, if you are a longtime listener, it does happen. I hear it actually fairly frequently, how people tune in. Maybe they listen to 560 back when Dick Clark was spinning songs and, and when, you know, when we had a it was a, a hits format way back in the 50s and 60s or whatever, 70s. Um, but the station is a Christian-formatted station, and this program specifically from 4 to 5 each day is built on – probably the most well-known verse in scripture, John three 16 that says for God, so loved the world. He gave his only one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life, which would include you as you listen in. So if you're a Christian and you know that saving knowledge of Jesus, then this program and this station hopefully is an encouragement to you and points you to God. Maybe give you a kick in the pants once in a while. I need those too. If you're not a Christian or you're not sure, or you've thought about it, uh, maybe you're just, you know, wandered way off. And you're not even really sure where you are right now. Uh, hopefully this program points you back to him or encourages you to consider him and to take him at his word, that if anybody uh, believes in the death of his son on the cross and that he was raised to, to life on your behalf, that you can have eternal life. And so John three sixteen. Uh, to to that end, anybody on the planet, in a way, is, is this program is fair game. So uh, within reason, but I mean, in the terms of, I don't want to have just anybody on saying just anything, but the idea of having a relationship and extending the gospel to whoever you come across, doesn't matter who they are, if they're famous, if they're not famous, whatever, this program is designed to, it uh, sometimes just have general conversations with folks hear where they're coming from and just listen, even if someone's completely the opposite of what I think. Um, or what I believe the Bible says to be true. Most of the time, there's a lot of common ground there. A lot of folks are believers, but not everyone. And sometimes just have somebody on because they're good at what they do. Uh, we had, who did we have? We had uh, Mike Rowe on from the Dirty Jobs program not long ago, and somebody's got to do it and returning the favor that Facebook's thing that he does. I don't, I actually don't know for sure where Mike Rowe's coming from. We weren't talking about faith specifically that day, although I think his grandfather was a pastor and he grew up and spent some time in Bucks County too. Mike Rowe did. He was actually doing scholarship fund giving away. He was trying to give money away. So we had him on for five or 10 minutes just to talk about his program. So you get the idea. I would hope that any of us, as we walk through life, would have that heart for people and that our eyes would be open and realize it uh, one of the things I often will, will throw out is Jesus died for me, but not just for me. So I want to make sure that I appreciate God's love for me and then humbly extend that to other people. And point them to him, and uh, we hope that this program helps people across the board, specifically in that way. And then there are other fun ways or interesting ways. Our guest coming up in a moment. His name is Thomas Shaheen. He's the VP of the Pennsylvania Family Institute, largest pro-life, pro-family statewide organization, uh, you know, in the Commonwealth. And um, there's a Senate Bill 857, which revolves around telemedicine. It's very interesting, and it's very timely. And so. We hope to inform you, and I hope to inform myself by asking questions and listening to Thomas' responses. Uh, That's coming up today on the program. We'll have some other things planned as the program rolls along. But if you're just new to the station or or relatively uh, new or haven't heard the program for a while, I just want to reset things a little bit and help you know that's where we're at. And we appreciate your prayers. You can get podcasts of the program on our homepage at WFile.com. You can subscribe as well apple itunes podcast and google podcasts, and cast Casts and all the other places you get those things uh whatever tune in so help yourself to those and um stitcher it's another one we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with thomas shaheen vp of the uh, pennsylvania family institute it's the tim tomorrow show thanks for listening in am 560 wfilcom and uh, on the WFIL app
1: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's
2: 417 The Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Thanks for tuning in, for hanging out today. We uh, bring in our guest now. I'm very pleased to have Thomas Shaheen joining us. How are you doing today, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, we're glad to have you on. You're the uh, VP for Policy at PA Family Institute, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. could you take a quick second just to let folks know what the PA Family Institute's about, and then we want to get into Senate Bill 857 what's happening with that? Sure.
3: Uh, Pennsylvania Family Institute and our sister organization, Pennsylvania Sam- Family Council, an independent law center. Um, our mission really is to strengthen families in Pennsylvania uh, by protecting sanctity of life, uh, religious liberty, and marriage and family, and to ensure that public policies uh, help rather than harm families.
2: Okay. And then as it pertains to Senate Bill 857, let's chat about that, why it's important and, uh, well, what it is, first of all, to clarify for folks and then and why it's important and, and how PA Family Institute can come and help with that.
3: Sure. Uh, well, Senate Bill 857 is a bill that was introduced in the Senate and then uh, went through a path where it passed the Senate. It was amended in the House and back to the Senate and passed again. Um, I went to the governor. What the bill is intended to do is to expand the use of what's called telehealth or telemedicine, which uh, simply defined as um, being able to receive healthcare from a healthcare professional in a diff- from a different location. So it could be from your home. It could be from One physician's office by receiving, uh, you know, consultation, um, or treatment, uh, by video or by telephone. So in other words, you're, you're receiving it remotely from a uh, medical professional. Okay. So that, that was the original bill. What became controversial and what we supported from its beginning all the way through to passage was a provision that, uh, honored the FDA, uh, federal, so FDA regulations that have a—it's uh, a short list of drugs that are required by the FDA to be administered in person by a healthcare physician. Mm. Can't be—it can't be prescribed remotely. It can't be taken remotely. The reason those drugs are on the list is because they are uh, considered high risk of complications. One of those drugs is one of the two drugs that is used in chemical abortions by Planned Parenthood and the abortion clinics here in Pennsylvania and across the, the
2: country. Wow. Wow. And so I guess the idea, uh, Tom, is that that uh, someone at Planned Parenthood, for example, could not prescribe it, Someone and then it gets sent to the person's home, and then they do that to themselves. Is that kind of the idea of trying to avoid? Exactly.
3: Exactly. Uh, what happens now, that drug is FDA-approved, but under those restrictions, because it's of high risk. And what happens now is abortion clinics, and it's mainly in Pennsylvania, Planned Parenthood doing more than half the abortions. Um, They do chemical abortions, so by pill. And right now they are, what they're doing is they're talking to a woman over the phone and consulting over the phone, but that's always followed by an in-person visit uh, a two-hour visit where they will be administered this combination of drugs that essentially, for all intents and purposes, causes an early miscarriage. And so that that's currently legal now. There's nothing in this bill that would make that illegal. But what it would do is prevent the use of telemedicine, in other words, skipping that in-person visit, that consultation, and doing everything by video and by phone. And that's what we're trying to prevent with this
2: language. Tom Shaheen's our guest. He's the VP for Policy, Pennsylvania Family Institute and Council. And so, yeah, so it, you know, even though maybe someone is proceeding on the path of abortion, and as far as where the PA Family Institute and Council are concerned, trying to, uh, that, that's at least a speed bump to actually have to make the effort to go in, have that appointment for two hours. That might, right there, you know, if you make it so, too easy, that, that that's why the telemedicine would potentially be a, a bad thing if people don't even have to go in for it. So, Sure. And and, and the thing is,
3: the the overall bill is a very good bill, and it was introduced before this pandemic, the coronavirus crisis, but is really needed at this point because certainly because of the procedures being limited at hospitals, uh, travel being limited, um, with stay-at-home orders, people, especially in rural areas of Pennsylvania, and there are
4: many,
3: have a hard time getting to a hospital, let alone dealing with limited hours or accessibility of physicians. So it's the original bill is a very good bill. We would love to see it pass. Uh, but what's happening now is those senators and, and representatives who argued against it, they were outnumbered by those who wanted to see the bill, wanted to, wanted a bill to expand telemedicine, okay. but also wanted to preserve the integrity of, you know, federal regulation and, and safety for women. Sure. Um, so what, what we're dealing with now is we're actually expecting a, uh, veto, a promised veto uh, from Governor Wolf, simply because it would prevent any kind of a future change in FDA regulations to allow the expansion of abortion to do it remotely. And that's what we have to stop.
2: As though he does not want to set a precedent. Well, you did it that one time. Right. I mean, he's trying to make sure he's thinking beyond right now.
3: He's thinking beyond now. And what happens is or what could happen and what Planned Parenthood has been working for, we have evidence of that in other states and nationally, is they're trying to get that abortion drug off this restricted list of the FDA. And so what this language in the bill would do is uh, make sure that that uh, drug has to be administered in person, even if sometime in the future the FDA changes that regulation.
2: Yeah, for those just tuning in, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thomas Shaheen is our guest. He's the VP for Policy, Pennsylvania Family Institute and Council. And, man, as you're talking, uh, it, there are a couple of different ways to th- I'm thinking here. One is um, obviously telemedicine – just for a second, telemedicine can, can be lots of very everyday things that, that it works for everybody, that everybody would agree on, right? So this bill is supposed That's to true. be helping that. I mean this bill is primarily about that, right? Uh, but then you have
3: Absolutely. To, and yeah. I think,
2: yeah, and I mean, I think uh, it's becoming more common.
3: So I think listeners, there's probably many listeners who have either used it already or been offered that uh, by hospitals or by physicians, especially with follow-up appointments. Yeah. What what this bill was doing was it was actually laying out the groundwork for expansion of the use of telemedicine okay. and also um, requiring uh, all insurance companies. To reimburse hospitals on the same basis they do in-person visits, so in that way, it was actually in the long run helping patients in Pennsylvania.
2: Real, okay, by just by supporting the fact that it would be covered or not. By, yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Not with the premiums themselves. So, so there's that, and and then, and you were saying this bill was actually in motion before. Oh wow! Now that it's in motion, guess what? It actually is helping because we're all home. Uh, what a better time to have it, you know. That much further along, exactly. right? Um, exactly. Right. That's
3: why the bill was introduced, you know, last year, but now is moving because it's, you know, a very good tool to help people, you know, get the health care they need during this crisis.
2: Yeah, Thomas Shaheen, our guest, VP for Policy, Pennsylvania Family Institute and Council on the Tim DeMoss Show. We need to take a quick break, keep our conversation going with him in just a moment. Uh, also have some fun giveaways. Just want to mention that. Before the hour is through, listen to AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com.
2: It's 429, the Tim DeMoss Show. just mentioned briefly before the break, we have some fun stuff to hand out. So uh, have our toll-free number ready to go, and we'll ask you to call in in a little while, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Also want to just let you know briefly, we're looking forward to having Dennis Prager joining us on the show. Might be as soon as tomorrow. He is a co-star in that No Safe Spaces movie you've heard about. With Adam Carolla, the uh, comedian, podcaster guy, and uh, Dennis Prager's on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer, every weekday, 1 till 3. Uh, Prager and Carolla traveled the country to documentary, uh, No Safe Spaces, the number one political documentary, actually, of last year. Had a 99% rating at RottenTomatoes.com, the highest of any film last year. It's pretty impressive. And yet you can't actually see it uh, through the normal places you would, like uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime, because they won't carry it. That's uh, kind of the point of the film, in a way. No Safe Spaces is a film illustrating how America is exceptional, but also how foundational American values have come under attack and how you can fight back. So it's a serious topic, but also there's a lot of humor in uh, No Safe Spaces. And we'll look forward to having Dennis Prager on a chat about that with us coming up Um Maybe again, as soon as tomorrow, we're trying to work out the details on that. Nosafespaces.com is where you would look for that. Nosafespaces.com. A lot of clouds rest of the afternoon. 61 the high. A little sliver of sunshine here there. Shower two possible. Night low 42. Cloudy and rainy much of the day tomorrow. 53 the high. And also the NFL draft starts tonight at 8 o'clock. Eagles picking 21st in the first round. Uh, tonight is just the first round. Then 2 and 3 are tomorrow. Rounds 4 through 7 are on Saturday. Uh, Our guest today, we're uh, glad to have uh, with us Thomas Shaheen. He is the VP for Policy, Pennsylvania Family Institute and Council, which is the largest pro-life, pro-family statewide organization in the Commonwealth. And specifically talking about Senate Bill uh, uh, 587 or 857, and it's about telemedicine, which just reading from... Senator Elder Vogel Jr.'s uh, memoranda here from the website says telemedicine is the remote delivery of health care services and medical medical information using telecommunications technology. Telemedicine is a significant and rapidly growing component of health care. Through the use of telemedicine, specialists and other health care providers are able to expand their reach, helping rural patients stay in their communities and avoid traveling long distances for specialized care. Uh, the bill has done some, we've been talking about before the break, you know, the path of it uh, right now. Uh, but now there's there's some controversy with it, which you were explaining uh, to us, Tom. And um, can you just for a second speak to how the parties in general voted on Senate Bill 857 thus far? Has it been, because it has so much benefit to it overall, has it been something that everyone's kind of agreed on for the most part? I know there's the abortion piece or Planned Parenthood part that – that, that may cause a problem or, I mean, can you speak to that? Or,
3: um, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a lot of support for the original bill both in the house and Senate with, without the amendment, the house actually amended it to put this FDA language in, which is something we, you know, we supported. And even with that language in, which would have prevented the expansion of its use in abortion in the future, even with that language in, it passed in a pretty good bipartisan fashion in the house And then was, uh, not was tabled and not moved by the Senate till, as you said, good timing now to address the crisis. The Senate moved it just two days ago. And I think, you know, certainly there were, there were Democrats, particularly in rural areas, um, in house districts that are in rural areas of Pennsylvania who voted for it because they thought it was a good bill. Sure. But this week in the Senate, we don't always see this, but we saw this. This bill passed uh, mostly on party lines for whatever reason. They they made it all about abortion and forgot about the necessity of expanding telehealth. And so the debate, hours worth of debate, all about abortion. And it ended up being uh, every Republican plus one independent voted for the bill. That's 29 and uh, 21. All Democrats voted against the bill. That's
2: that's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking Senate Bill 857 for those tuning in, and uh, Thomas Shaheen's our guest, the VP for Policy, Pennsylvania Family Institute and Council. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm just thinking, obviously there are some things that telemedicine cannot address, that you can't have surgery over the phone. And you, my brother actually had hip, hip sure. replacement surgery and was able to, thankfully, have it happen, um, even though it's one of those things. There was a point I heard someone yep. else the other day talk about how this whole shutdown is actually stopping some pretty important things from happening. You know, he won't die if he doesn't have his hip replacement today, but it's, you know, over time it's, it it takes a toll. So anyway, he, he had his and uh, but you can't do that through the phone or by video. And I would just think, is there a line, is abortion such a battle that, the concept of someone doing something to themselves, giving themselves uh, basically inducing sure. an abortion at home. If you lower the line that far down, it's like now everything's just like, sure. just doing it, go to the store, or go to CVS and pick up something. And I mean, like that's just, sure. there's gotta be a super big concern about that.
3: Right. And, and the FDA, I mean, it's not, yes, it's a federal government, but it's not really a political organization. It's right. an agency right. that is charged with, doing uh you know running <clears throat> running tests and trials and i mean it's made up of scientists and they know there are uh potential pretty serious complications bleeding um that right. cannot be taken care of by someone in their own home and um so it's it's for patient safety it's not about abortion right uh, but but the opposition particularly in the senate made it all about abortion. And I think, you know, if the governor follows through on his promise to veto, honestly, it'll be all about abortion. Um, yeah. Not wanting to close the door to expansion of abortion in the future. And that's unfortunate, but we've seen it with Governor Wolf in the past few weeks because, as you said, elective surgeries um, are being postponed or even canceled. Uh, but yet, the abortion clinics continue to operate and do. Uh, elective surgical abortions.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, and 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 as far as Governor Wolf vetoing or not, is is there a timetable for that officially?
3: Um, ten, ten days. Uh, ten days. He actually could um, let it become law without his signature is another option.
2: Okay, which and is what,
3: what the senators asked him to do. So.
2: And the date for that would be what? If that, do you know off the top of your head? Um. Today's with the twenty third. It passed on the 21st, so, so ten, May vis- 1. Okay, May 1, so Friday, May 1. May yeah. So people yeah. can pray for that. You know, God, I read yes. I read the other day in Proverbs, God's, you know, directs the heart of a king like he directs the course of a stream. So, yeah. um, and as much as some folks may or may not agree with our governor or our president or whoever it may be on whatever topic, we're called to pray for our leaders and for wisdom for them. And whether they know where it's coming from or not, that doesn't mean we we could certainly pray for God to impart wisdom that's beyond any of our leaders, and and let that be part of what's happening and how they conduct themselves. So, let's take. Yes, you know, I agree
3: with that. So we're doing that as staff as well. So
2: yeah, I bet it is. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Um, how can folks keep uh, up on what you're you know, on this bill, Senate Bill eight fifty seven, the telemedicine bill, and or other things that uh, the PA Family Institute's working on.
3: Sure. Best way to connect with us is uh, our website, pafamily.org. So it's like pafamily, like Pennsylvania, pafamily.org.
2: Okay. And and you're working on, at any given point, a number of different things, or does one tend to move to the front uh, for for a season?
3: Well, we're, we're working on a number of different things. This one, uh, you know, hit a high priority level because uh, the Senate was moving it, but there are other bills we are watching. Other bills we'd like to see pass. And meanwhile, our law center, attorneys in our law center, are working on some very important cases, filing briefs in cases, including uh, one I know they're working on now before the Supreme Court. Um, They're filing a friend of the court brief in a case that involves uh, the city of Philadelphia trying to force uh, Catholic Social Services uh, against their mission, against their doctrine to place children in same-sex homes. And that has reached the level of uh, appeal to the Supreme Court, and we're filing a brief and on behalf, really, of the religious organizations' liberty and freedom to act according to its own mission.
2: Is it hard to keep on up, up on everything and, and sustain what I would call a level of emotional um, and passion and like you know being engaged with a topic? Because I would think some of these things take quite a while to resolve one way or the other, and you know, to, 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 keep that energy level up and that mindset up?
3: Sure. It is, um, you know, certainly on the legal front, you know, things take weeks or months and a lot of, uh, paperwork, a lot of documentation filing in my department with public policy, especially in Pennsylvania, because we have a full-time legislature that runs in two year sessions, unlike some other States where they only have uh, two or three months in session like Virginia, or Arizona, we can have legislation that's introduced in January of one year and not be acted on till the end of the following year. And so to sustain the awareness and the, you know, and and any action that needs to be taken on that um, persuasion over a two year period is, it can be uh,
2: unpredictable
3: and also uh, draining.
2: (laughs) I bet. I bet. Well, folks can certainly pray for you too. And, uh, Thomas Shaheen, our guest today on Tim DeMaio show, VP for Policy, Pennsylvania Family Institute and Council, and again pafamily.org. can find out more about Senate Bill eight fifty seven and uh, and the other things that you guys are working on. It's great to connect. I get press releases every now and again, and we've had a chance to have folks from the, from the council on and from the uh, uh, from the institute on every now and again. And it's it's great to get a, a you know great. a perspective. And so we appreciate your time. All right, thank you. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks. thanks. Bye bye. Thomas Shaheen, VP for Policy, PA Family Institute and Council. Again, find out more about them at pafamily.org. Quick break, come back with more. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
1: Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
2: It's 4.43 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Let's see. So I would like to give away some gift cards. We do this every now and again. Duncan, Panera, Rita's, Wawa. Simple little gifts, $5.60. Because the frequency is 560. And as much as I'd love to give you a $560 gift card, I just don't have them. But I'm the kind of person, honestly, that would rather have a lot of little things to hand out to a lot of people to uh, just build that little connection with everybody, more so. It's like when we have the um, those, uh, those, those campaigns, if you will, we want to call them, the, the partnerships. We have different ministries. We're trying to raise support for certain things. I I love the big gifts that come in when we do those. We actually have one coming up in a few weeks, but with Bible League. Um, but if I could have one person doing $1,000 in Bibles or 50 people doing $20 in Bibles, I'll take the 50 every time just because... I think it's nice to share the responsibility and work on things together as a group. So that said, if you want to give a quick call, say hello, whatever it is, what's on your mind, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. I'd be glad to hook you up with a gift card of your choice, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Just something simple, and uh, if and when you're, well, not if, but when you're out and about next, and you can use some of those. Some of them, I guess, uh, depends, uh, are closed or, or limited service, but I know Duncan's often still open. You want to do a drive through coffee, whatever it might be. Give me a call, 800-560-9345, and I'd be glad to hand out as many as I can here in the next little bit of time. Uh, and also, along with that, just how you're doing. If you want to call and say hello, as mentioned, you know, we have a lot of interviews on the program, but we like to try and work some phone calls in as we have the opportunity. So now we have a bit of a window between now and the end of the program for some of that. So again, 800-560-9345, 800-560-9345. If you want to call in and grab one of those cards, just jot your name down and we'll get it out to you as soon as we're able to. Uh, again, and you can take your pick if you want Duncan, if you want Panera, if you want Reedus, or if you want Wawa, we'll leave that up to you. A few things I wanted to just kind of, uh, as we do that uh Bring your way. One is we have a free download on our site now called Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. It's a 14-page guide written by Steve Arderburn. He is a longtime host of the program New Life Live, which uh, has been on WFIL for many years, 1 o'clock, weekday afternoons. It's also at midnight on WFIL. Uh, Steve has served God in many uh, capacities over the years. He's a pastor. He's a best-selling author, written a lot of books, also founder of the Women of Faith Conferences, among other things. And uh, this is a 14-page guide he put together, where he just shares practical things with uh, scriptural references put together to help guard your feelings and actions during these days, with God's truth as your foundation. You really need to have that as your foundation. So I'm going to play for you a, a quick clip uh, from him in a moment. But first, let me grab a, a call. Hello, who's this? Hey, Timmy D, Tracy from Al What's How up? Are What's up, Tracy? How you been?
4: Oh, well, we're having a good day, doing the best we can, uh, praying for a lot of people who made their way to heaven this week.
2: Yeah, that's true. That that has happened. And it's going to continue yes, to happen beyond the crisis, too, right? You know, we want to be ready. We want to be right. ready. But yeah. How, how is your family doing? How are you guys holding up?
4: Well, we're doing the best we can. We lost three elderly people this week. Did and, you um, really? Wow. Yeah, you know, all from Corona 95, 97, and a 93 year old. Two were World War II veterans. In good health, except for dementia, and they went in a day. Wow. So it's tough out there. Are they? But we got to put each other up. Were they all relatives of yours? Yeah, my father, uh, my sister's father in law, my sister's aunt, and then another father in law.
2: Wow. And what a blessed mm-hmm. life to live that long, too. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that's quite a thing.
4: That's we're blessed that way we had them this long and now they're in heaven and uh, looking down on us and saying, glad I'm not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mom passed five years ago and
2: I had a friend named Rose and she wrote me at some point And, uh, uh, she just said something to the effect of, you know, now we, we have a number of folks in our family who are in heaven and our perspective is sad to see them go, but their perspective is here comes another one. Here comes another right. one, you know, um, I hear you. right. And that's because that's yep. where it's headed. This is not, this earth is not our final spot. So, so. Uh... We all
4: have to keep in mind, we are living our lives to go home. And home is heaven with God and Jesus. Yeah. And if you keep that in perspective, he will carry you through every heartache that you're experiencing right now, because I know I'm living proof of it. Hmm. And you and your station and everybody on WFIL, I've been listening for years. You guys are my cornerstone, just like Jesus. So thank you, and God bless you
2: all. Well, thank you, Tracy. Thanks for calling in, and uh, we're glad to be here. We really are uh, glad to have the ministries playing and a program like today to be able to—people can call in or whenever and just uh, stay connected. It's important. It's also a kind of a weird time where everything's isolated in a lot of ways to or, or call somebody up. I've actually had now three different people text me or call me out of the blue who haven't talked to you for all three of them, five years for one— uh 25 years another and 28 years for the third person. And I think it's partly cuz people have time on their hands, they're sizing up life like one person said I just want to I'm calling people that I'm in or texting people that I'm
4: I'm uh, that meant a lot to me over the years, you know. So Yes, I've done the same thing and you know what? Every time you do it, it's like you you just them the next day, uh, a day before. <laughs> yeah, you it's a conversation that's like true. you never missed it. So Well, it she, does work. Tracy, do me a
2: favor. Can you shoot me an email sometime and with your address? I'd like to mail you some, uh, you know, you had three people. I actually have to mail you three gift cards. If you want to give those to the people who lost somebody, it's just a little token where they could maybe, you guys could have a cup of coffee together and talk. Would that work? That would be great. Okay. Whenever it gets to be appropriate to do so, my uh, email says timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at dot com, and then I'll, I'll get those out to you when we can. All right?
4: I will get that to you first thing tomorrow morning. Super. Thank you, Tracy. Have a great rest of your day. You too. God bless you and your family. Thank you. Bye, Tracy. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So
2: that's really cool. That's neat. Neat story, neat testimony. And that's why we love having an opportunity for folks to call in periodically, too, because as much as it's fun to have different guests on and and helpful, I think, it's also helpful to hear just from each other uh, day to time. So uh, thank you, Tracy, for calling in. I want to play for you that little clip here about Steve Arterburn and that Overcoming Fear and Anxiety download, which is totally free. Anyone can get it right on our homepage, wfil.com Here's Steve. And we had him on the program a couple of weeks back.
5: I came back from a trip from California and because I've been flying, I didn't want to expose my family. I didn't know if uh, somebody I was around had it or I had it. So I just went into isolation and the first couple of days there, I just thought, you know, I better write down some things for myself and then I wanted to share it with other people. And, um, It's been uh, quite an experience to be in isolation, but, you know, if you're struggling with this and uh, you're experiencing some fear and anxiety, well, I'd say that'd be kind of normal. You know, the Bible says don't be anxious uh, for anything, uh, but what that really means is uh, don't let anxiety overcome you in any way, and if it is, then, you know, you really... I need to take a look at that. But I, I sat down at 14 pages when I was finished on different things that you could do uh, to make the best of what I think a lot of us uh, in our lifetime think uh, could be the worst of times that we've ever been through.
2: So that's Steve Arterburn who joined us on the 6th of this month to get the full podcast of that at WFIL.com. Help yourself to that. Again, the line's open at 800-560-WFIL. If you want to give a quick call and pick up a gift card or say hello, either or both are fine. 800-560-9345. A couple other things just to run by you. We'll go to a break here in a moment. We'll also take another call or two if folks want to call in and grab a gift card. um, That We have a couple of fun contests going on. Actually, a lot of contests. If you've never been part of WFL's Rewards Club, this is probably like the golden era because if you go to the contests and surveys page on our site, there's just tons to do. And part of that's by design. We realize folks have some time on their hands right now, and this is designed to help you with that. So one of the newly uh, posted contests, I'm calling it – we don't have it officially on the site like this, but I'm just referring to it as Mother's Day Dough. Uh, It's a chance for you to win $1,000 to give to mom for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 10th perhaps your mother's gone on to glory like my mom has, Um, you could certainly still be part of the contest and then perhaps bless another mother uh, or a mother figure in your life. So that's one of the things you can do. It's it's super easy to enter at WFIL.com. There's also the kindness challenge. You've heard us talk about that where we post an act of kindness every day. We're doing that through the end of the month, through next Thursday. And even if you haven't done a single thing yet officially on that list, you can still enter and quote-unquote catch up. Simple stuff. Call a senior citizen to see how they're doing. Do a chore without being asked. Send a thank you email to a teacher. Perhaps plan a game night for your family. Not complicated, all doable stuff during this time of social distancing. Um, And so that's the kindness challenge. And you could not only, well, you would spread a blessing by doing things like those things, but you'll also be entered uh, every time you do one of those and check those little box you can check. It's the honor system. You could win $5,000 for yourself and another 5000 for a deserving national organization. So I think there's a lot of winning that goes around in that situation with the Kindness Challenge. Help yourself. Get on board. If you haven't started yet or maybe even this weekend, you can look through the list. You can do a bunch of them and, and get caught up a bit and get more entries. They're actually bonus entry opportunities, too, if you share the contest with other friends on social media. All right. So that's the story there. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with um, a few thoughts I want to run by you. From the book of Proverbs, which I love a lot. Something uh, I was reading the other day I thought was fairly interesting, and I think you will do. Back in just a second, Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Have a
1: guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL, email D at WFIL.com.
2: It's 4.55 on the Tim DeMoss Show. I love the book of Proverbs. It has the uh, 31 chapters, and so you can kind of read one a day. And I I tend to do that each month. Um, And I was reading in Proverbs 9, not long ago, on the 9th. And I just want to read it for you and just tell you one observation at the end. So this is Proverbs chapter 9. It's not a long chapter, actually. It says the following. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her maids and she calls from the highest point in the city. Let all who are simple come in here, she says to those who lack judgment. Come, eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and you will live. Walk in the way of understanding. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insult. Whoever rebukes a wicked man incurs abuse. Do not rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Instruct a wise man and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man and he will add to his learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through me your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. The woman folly is loud. She is undisciplined and without knowledge. She sits at the door of her house, on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come in here, she says to those who lack judgment, Stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of the grave. That's uh, Proverbs 9. And what struck me was wisdom and folly both speak in a loud voice, and they both say the same thing. Let all who are simple come in here, she says to those who lack judgment, That's what wisdom says in verse 4. And then in verse 16, folly says the same thing. Let all who are simple come in here, she says, folly, to those who lack judgment. Point being, we really have to be discerning because wisdom is calling our name and folly is calling our name. And they're at the highest point in the city. They're in competition, very strong competition. The prayer is, God, help us to hear the voice of wisdom because that's where life is. And not fall for the voice of folly. That's my prayer for me, I know. I know I need it. And uh, my prayer for you as well. Thanks for listening in. Our famous Friday show is tomorrow. Looking forward to that very much. Have a great rest of your afternoon. God bless you. And we'll look forward to catching again tomorrow.